0: Did the women ever steal from you? I had my car stolen twice. You had your car stolen twice? Welcome to Sex
1: Talk with my mom. I'm Karen Lee. Oh, fuck. I didn't say my name. (laughs) I know. I'm Cam (laughs) Poder. And this is the ultimate podcast about the birds and the bees with the sex expert cougar mother me
0: and her stand up comic son cam me <laughs>
1: we totally screwed that up but i love it we we switched it up on we you guys we switched
0: it up we're,
1: we're we're making sure you're paying attention welcome
0: to sex talk with my mom i i was just distracted because we have such a good episode today
1: Ew. i know we always say that but this one literally <laughs> you will you have not heard something as outlandish as and i could say that with having interviewed porn stars and fetishists and phone sex operators that have orgasms this one takes the cake though but
0: it's not just a crazy story like first off it we we brought the tyler onto the show because he asked my mother out so this is a 40 year old guy now who asked my mother out when she was dating people while okay well you'll hear that she was dating
1: people what does that mean when she was dating people when you weren't in a very committed relationship i was not in a committed relationship that's what i'm
0: saying when you were on a date with someone
1: Oh I don't want to ruin the story yeah, anyway it's a, it's a good story about uh, a guy that he, helped me out, and by the way, he too is quite a bit younger than me,
0: yes, also proving that you're a cougar once again
1: <laughs> so uh but
0: besides that, we get into he's he's a great guy, Tyler talks about online dating, how uh-huh. addictive it can be, and yeah. and it really opens a bunch of questions about how you know how we should control
1: ourselves when it comes to online dating what we really what is the best practices and also what happens if you have an addictive personality someone who's got compulsions if you are and if you've got constant um stimuli is it is it going to hurt or hinder your ability to find the right person right so So.
0: usually we say the quickie question of the week at the end but we'll say right now just to prime your your brain we want we want to know whether you believe dating helps or hurts your chances of being in a long term relationship not dating online dating online dating I'm sorry, yeah okay and okay, so besides that, if you're at all interested in the
1: inner workings of <laughs> sex work yes he, I don't know how we traveled to sex work, but the this, Tyler has extensive experience. Bird's eye view of what happens in the sex industry in Miami Beach, South Beach, Florida. So
0: we start Crazy with, story. So we start with like normal online dating,
1: talking about his experience, which is actually not that normal. I mean, it's he not had- normal because he, he at times would date... 3 to 5 people in one evening.
0: He is an extremist and I think that uh this isn't this is the extreme of what it's like when you have a rotation going on of different people that you're seeing at once. And All I right. think this is really helpful for anyone online dating who yeah. is interested in seeing multiple people at
1: once or like dating around a little bit. It's it's a very thought provoking and, it, and it's not done in a seedy, gross way. He's not like just looking to get laid on Tinder. It's not about that. It's actually to find a relationship, but he realized something at the end of this, and we're not going to tell you what it is, okay?
0: <laughs> You're always having to censor yourself in the intro. I think without further ado, we just launch in. Oh.
1: Well, no, I want to say one other thing. It is a happy ending, I think, no pun intended, that he seems to have found his passion, and and this passion is in the form of a Facebook group. Exactly. And the and the Facebook group is called TV Show Addicts. Look up, and,
0: fe, go on Facebook, look up TV Show Addicts. If and you join. like, if yes, and join. If you like TV shows, this is the group for you. I'm telling you, the, yeah, it's
1: it's different because it's a very interactive group. And they they play games and they all and, and anybody that has some extreme opinions, they don't, they don't want to voice to other TV show mavens check it out
0: or if you just want if you just want to dip your toe in the tv you don't really need to be that much of an addict if you're just enjoying the, if you want to find a new tv show if yeah you can get he'll, real-
1: he'll give you he'll like give you specific uh recommendations based on your past recommend uh, past shows that you enjoyed and i think it's really helpful because there's so much it's almost tv show overload for me i'm a, i have a list of 25 shows i've got to watch and it's like i don't even want to watch any because it's like oh my god don't even give me another show but i will say one thing Sons of Anarchy. It's unbelievable. Okay. I don't want to get it off on a tangent. Yeah, you are. Tremendous. That's exactly where you're going. So, Mainly because there's a guy on there that looks like Brad Pitt. Okay, I digress. Let's, let's, let's start let's, let's, let's the show. <laughs> and by the way, let me tell you about the birds and the bees and the flowers and the trees. Stay tuned.
2: Tyler, welcome to the show. Hey, thank you for having me.
0: And you're not just filling in for because we had a dropout for this. We
1: last really day. did. We, will,
2: we did. I really did want you on the show. She did. Uh, Admitted many of times. <laughs> we're we're
0: excited to have you, uh, right? And we're excited. You just told us that you have been doing a lot of online dating.
2: No, well, let, let me let me fix that up. I have done a lot of online dating. I haven't lately. But I have a lot of experience in online dating.
0: So, when you say a lot of experience, what are you talking about?
2: What I'm saying is, um, a lot of online dating is after long term relationships, and after whether if I was beaten up after the long term relationship or not, um, depended on when I would get jump want to jump back into the scene, into the dating scene. So, what were
1: you on, like Tinder? No, oh, no,
2: no! I just did. I the swiping thing just seemed like a a fun ho- little hobby when I was driving. Um, <laughs> okay, it's like swipe, 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 make the the drive go by faster. But I did. I never met anyone off of Tinder, to believe believe it or not. Um, well, how, fiddled- old how old are you?
1: How uh, are you, Tyler? I'm
2: 40, years, I'm forty years old.
0: Okay. And your and, and what is your relationship status right now?
2: single very single
0: very single i just gave that same response when someone
2: asked me what i was <laughs> very single or, you know, there's different levels of single single you got someone with like fringe benefits single you got you know a fuck buddy single you're still kind of seeing your ex so i'm really single i got no <laughs> friends with benefits i have no anything like that right now
0: oh wow okay so what what is that by choice or is that
2: by? uh, I absolutely I've I'm at a point in my life where I've dated you know a lot of names with no faces or no a lot of faces with no names is what I meant. What does that mean?
0: What do either of those mean?
2: (laughs) Well it means I've I've dated a lot of girls whose names I don't remember. Oh okay. Do do
1: you remember how you met me?
2: Oh really we're gonna go there? Um, Um
1: It's just a quick yeah. little. It was not a big deal. It was like a little story.
2: It was a little story. We, we met on one of the online sites, didn't we? No,
1: we did. No, we did not meet on an online site. I was sitting on a date at a, yeah. at a local restaurant, and you.
2: Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Go ahead. I do remember now, Norton's, Yeah. Okay. So what <laughs> happened? Me or you, Karen?
1: Go for it. Okay. I would like um... I'd to hear your side of
2: that story. Okay, so Karen was, was sitting on at a, on a date. I I, I completely remember it now. I completely remember it now. God, I wish my phone here, hold on a second. Karen was on a date, and I was looking at her from afar and I was saw mm-hmm. her sitting at the bar, and I think I was sitting at a table. And, and I looked hot. She looked very good. She, I was, you know, I was, you know, engaged in conversation with my friends, but I was paying more attention. To Karen. So some guy, the guy that she was on a date with, she didn't look happy. She didn't look like she was having a great time. And I think I have a pretty decent skill set of judging a situation. And I had it said, I told my friends, I go, like, look at that woman over there, the attractive woman over there. I guarantee that's our first date. And it's like some online date or set up. And it's and my friends were looking at me and most of my friends are married, two, three kids, and I said, okay, whatever. Uh, I, we're going to find out if I'm right or if I'm wrong. And the gentleman who Karen was on a date with went to the washroom. So I, I approached Karen and I said, hey, listen, you know, don't get mad at me if I'm wrong here. Don't be offended. I'm not, you know, crazy or anything like that. But are you, is that guy a first date? Um, because it looks like you're having a bad time and I'd like to take you out for a good time. Oh wow! That's
1: what a stuff. line! That's, yeah, and of course I like that. And incidentally, how I got that date was I was at a bar and he was waiting for a date, and I was talking to him, and I gave him my phone number. Said if your date is not good, call me. And that's no how way. I ended up dating him.
0: No way! That's so, the craziest. So thing? So by the time he got back from the bathroom, had you given her your number? No.
2: Yeah, I did. I did, care, Didn't I? Did no, I say? No.
1: You gave it to some other girl. And she handed me a piece of paper and it said something like, and I think I just found it when I was going through a lot of my old like notes and stuff recently. And it was like, uh, it wasn't like for a good time call Tyler. No, I'm just kidding. It was <laughs> like, you said something like, um, here's my number. If, it, if your date doesn't work out or something.
2: The date is like a total, you know, Boston. You still yeah. want to have time tonight. Give me a call.
1: Holy yeah. shit. I had yeah. no idea
0: that this is, this is how you ended up on our show. You asked my mother out while she was on a date?
2: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, then,
1: and then did you guys go on a date? Kind yeah. of. Well, yeah. we, we actually uh, talked a lot. We texted a lot. We did that kind of stuff. We went on the one date to a movie, and then after that, you kind of disappeared for
2: a while. Yeah, I disappear a lot. You ghosted?
1: You <laughs> ghosted. No, not. Um, he didn't ghost me. I think he had his own issues at the time.
2: Yeah, I always usually have my own issues going on at the time.
1: What 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 is what what issue what what was happening?
2: Well, yeah, yeah, usually when I'm in a healed from a relationship or I'm done healing the person I hurt or the person to hurt me, whatever, all the funs and joys of breakups. But when I get into a groove of dating, I usually have way too much on my plate, where I start to. And this is what we we're going online dating. Once I feel that confidence back. And I feel like I got my, sw- my swag back. You know, I start, I'm on match.com and next, you know, you kind of get into a, a rhythm and you get a bunch of girls' phone numbers and you're going on dates and, you know, next thing you know, you know, it's, you got like this whole pool of women that you're, and it's to say, it's not like, I don't want to sound chauvin that's uh, the word? You're like I a don't player.
0: Want
2: yeah, you're right. You know, but when, you know, women do have the same issues. It's not like sure. I don't want to sound like I I'm think, a woman. I no, I, that's that's a, to, no. I'm, I
0: think I think for both men and women today with online dating, it's much easier to get basically rotations. People that you have a whole roster of people that you're seeing, and,
1: and they seem to right. come back up ever so often. They resurface. Mm-hmm. So, so you, were, mom, you were part of his roster. No, no, I might have been, but the reason that you at the time. Disappeared is that you had your own personal issues that you had had going on, nothing to, related to the to other women oh, okay remember
2: oh yeah, okay. okay
1: there was something that happened, and he had to get some you know he he did some self exploration at the time, and right. we stopped seeing each other, and then I didn't see him for a long time, and then like years later I, I saw you again somewhere I don't so, remember where but so it kind of just kind of stopped
0: so you gave her her that reason, right. To say like no. we, oh, you just found out, Mama. How did you find that out? I feel like I'm like, <laughs> I'm, like probing <laughs> and
1: like, what is happening here?
2: Yeah.
1: No. Well, I don't want to go into specifics, but basically, we had talked a lot on the phone and yeah. uh, and texted a lot, and then we went on the one date, and then after that, like, I think you you just like went missing for a while, and uh, and then. You, I don't know. I didn't, I never knew what happened. And then I saw you, like, I think years later and you told me what was going on.
2: Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah. I, I fell, you know, in, you know, when you're in your mid to, how old was I at that time? This is, we're talking 15 years ago where I was partying No, it two.
1: wasn't 15 years ago. It was probably like, uh, I want to say seven years ago.
2: Seven years ago. Sorry about that. Okay, uh, I was, yeah, I, I just wanted Actually, to... now take...
1: I've been with, with my boyfriend for eight and a half years. It must have been like nine years ago.
2: Okay, could have been, I think it might have been longer, but okay, wow. regardless, I I was partying too much and I just needed a break from from drinking and all that good stuff. Oh, I
0: that. see. Okay, okay, okay. And okay, I, okay. Didn't, I didn't know so, what happened so, to
1: you, but I was glad to hear that you, like, you know... Mom, were you yeah. hurt when, did you want to continue seeing him? No, because what, <laughs> he's shaking his head right now. <laughs> 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 like, uh, I wasn't at all because I realized that he needed to get some help and it po- wasn't going to go anywhere. It was just more like I liked him as a person. It wasn't really like, I don't think I was thinking of him as uh, like my next husband. Okay. But it was a hustle that I was, you know, I, I was at a phase where, you know, my husband had just passed away and it was like, you know, I just had started like going out there again. And How long after dad died did you start dating again? This, this is probably like I made year after dad died, so I'm guessing because it was like maybe six months after that I had met my current boyfriend.
0: So right. did you, you, you did, did you find out how my dad my dad died that how he died? Are oh, I so- telling
1: you?
2: Yes, yes. I don't know who how I found out, but I think quickly after meeting your mom, or maybe my guess is before. I think there was some, maybe someone at the bar that yeah. night. Oh. I met her. The I heard the I heard the story, and yeah. So well, to- Obviously, you know, my, you know, I, I felt compassion and stuff like that. And, you know, part of me, I think at that time, knowing myself fairly decently is like, you know, I wanted to, you know, I'm pretty good at making people smile and and making people feel good. So I kind of wanted to take a, if, if I could, you know, you know, I'd give it a good college effort, make your mom, you know, bring some joy to her and make, you know, get that confidence going. Yeah, and-, and
1: he did. He did. And he did. Yeah, oh, that's sweet. That's nice yeah I always thought very fondly about Tyler here, yeah,
0: <laughs> okay, so since then here. you've you've done a lot of dating, yeah, and you told me that you were doing like some crazy amount of dating per week, is that correct
2: yeah per night um so, what what what, would, what did that look like? Well, that would look like so okay, so let's say in my pool, I would have your pool time of twenty to thirty girls you know, texting. Yeah, I get, I would get a phone, you know, do the little standard email, get some responses, start chatting it up, exchange some phone numbers. So when you're really, when I was really into it, maybe 20 to 30 girls in that pool where I kind of looked at myself as like a a pharmaceutical company with a lot of different drugs to sell. Oh, my God. So-
1: <laughs> you have a harem.
2: And, <laughs> I, I don't know what right. But that's not just me. You know, a lot of people will say the same thing where if you lose one, so let's say I had some some girls in the rotation. If one dropped off, which happens, guys drop off, you'd never hear from them again or a girl would drop off, you know, based on who you're dating, what your sexual preference is. All thumbs up on either one. And, you know, what happens is you just, you know, you, it's like FDA trials, right? So you have a bunch of drugs in phase one, phase two, phase three. And if a drug fails and doesn't get FDA approval, it's no big deal. You, got, you pull up another one and it comes right in. And you still got your. So you're juggling a lot. You're playing the field. Yeah, you play in the field. So what would end up happening is, let's say I set up a date for I, I, my office. I was in a certain industry to, you know, to remain anonymous (laughs) relating to pharmaceuticals. Right. Well, no, I was not in the pharmaceutical (laughs) business. Okay. I was not in the pharmaceutical business. Um, So what ended up happening is let's say I had to set up a date for Tuesday night with Jennifer, Jennifer. And then Wednesday night I had a date with Lisa. Um, If I met Jennifer and her picture looked really good and I really, you know, whatever we would finally meet um jennifer did not look like her picture and it wasn't my type of girl that i just wasn't physically attracted to Mm -hmm. um and she her personality online a lot of times people's personality online don't come off the same way in person
0: sure meeting someone in person is completely different than meeting them online
1: they can be very witty when they're writing texts
2: I would say it, most of the time you're right. You're, Cameron, you're absolutely right. Most of the time, the personality that is smart, quick, witty um, on, online doesn't come off that way in person. Now, when you, you know, sometimes it does come off that way in person, but not nearly as much. So anyway, so let's say I'm out to date. It's Tuesday night. I It's five o'clock. I walk three uh, buildings down. I'm at Citizen on Erie Street in Chicago which was my date place. And so that it was convenient for me because it was 50 feet away from my office. And it was kind of a running joke with all the waitresses there. Cause they all kind of knew, knew me and they knew my. <laughs> <laughs> you,
1: you so knew sitting, one every time.
2: Well, I would be sitting there and they're like, who, you know, how's this one going to be? I'm like, I don't know this is, you know, <laughs> we'll see. So and would, you know, in walking in would come, Jennifer and I could usually tell after five to 10 minutes, whether it was going to work or not. And I would find myself a lot of time, majority of time it didn't work out. I knew in my gut that this wasn't going to be the girl that would sweep me off my feet or the girl that I would want to sweep off their feet or make at least attempt. So I would go downstairs to the bathroom after a drink or so and say, I need to use the washroom. And I would text Wednesday night's date.
1: Oh and say, my God.
2: Hey, I know we're supposed to go out tomorrow night. I'm uh, you know, I'm thinking,
1: I'm on the court at
2: Citizen. Right, I'm at Citizen. Do you get? You want to meet me here? You know, I, what's your story tonight? You know, and I'm a seasonal guy. Wintertime, I hibernate and I watch TV.
0: Wait, what?
2: Um, <laughs>
0: what? There's no dating in winter?
2: Not as much. I want to know. Okay. No. okay. I, not okay. at all. We'll get, yeah. So, anyway, so I go downstairs. I have a text. I'm out. Jennifer's upstairs, and she's, you know, for all I know, she's texting Steve. Steve, you know, you know, I got out of work early. You want to meet in an hour, so I'm not, you know, I know how this works. I know that it's not. You're mean, not co- one-sided. One, one sure. So right. what? It's two-sided.
0: So then, would you go to a different bar and meet?
1: No. no? He's Shaking his head. No. He's shaking his head. No.
2: I, I, I there's something comedic. I feel like, I, to me. <laughs> Not just about entertaining me. I want to be able to entertain others. It makes me feel good when I can make others laugh. So knowing the bartender and the five waitresses, and you know, I knew they would get a kick out of seeing Jennifer leave and seeing people <laughs> walk in. How
0: did you well, extricate happened? yourself You're from right? Jennifer? Yeah.
2: Two. Sorry, right. what's that? How'd you get
0: away from Jennifer?
2: Oh, I would just tell Jennifer I got to walk my dog. And so, so
0: Jennifer, <laughs> you guys would walk out of the of the bar. And then you'd uh-huh. walk right the fuck back in, or, or
2: are yeah. you? Just get yeah. the one of thing: there. these girls worked in the city and lived in the suburbs. So, I, so sometimes, I remember one time specifically. This girl worked for, was a Mossad girl. She was for Israeli army, and she lived in Naperville, but she worked in the city. And I remember, you know, her telling me she takes the train. So I drove her over to the train station. I dropped her off. Um and then and then i would literally come right back around the block. So yeah, um, sometimes i would walk outside, i would go walk around the block, come back in or sometimes i would in that specific situation, i drove to the train station, i drove right back.
1: And this Wait, would happen a, a lot? lot? Have you ever gotten nailed though if like the girl came back into the same bar that you had just said you had to go walk your dog in?
2: No, i never got bad i never got nailed by that girl. I have gotten nailed many of times where i went out with a girl a night. A couple of good dates. There was one girl. And when you asked me that question, like, some my neurons went off where I thought of one. Where yeah, so sometimes I would go on a date with like a girl and had a, a bunch of good times. Um, Wait, what happened?
0: Uh, what happened at that one date? Yeah,
2: the one dates where where I got busted. Yeah. Um, girls Jennifer and Jennifer and I went on some dates. She invited me to some holiday parties. So actually, I guess I do date in the wintertime too, sometimes. So <laughs> she and I—I I liked her a lot. She was really cool, um, good girl. But I still was good girl addicted to the online dating. I think I, that's a fair word to say. And so I was out with some girl, and guess who walked in? Jennifer. Jennifer walked in exactly. Oi. Yeah. <laughs> <Oy>. <laughs> Boy.
1: So what happened when Jennifer walked
2: in and saw you with? I, you know, like I tried to make it seem like that she was a business. I was like, had to be be quick, so I kind of gave her, you know, like this is a work. You know, this is a girl I do business with, type of thing. Oh wow, yeah.
0: So, at that okay, I, I okay. How often were you getting? You're convincing one while you're on a date, another girl to date go on a date that night. How like? That, is How that, often did that occur? Yes. was it like a, a few times, a lot?
2: Oh, all the time. Because most, most of the dates, I would say 50% of the time.
1: Holy so fuck. This is the same thing as like speed dating,
2: isn't it? Have you ever days. done
1: speed dating? That might have been a really good thing for you, the speed dating when you talk to them for like I, a minute. I, and
2: then... That's too organized for me. That's not my style. I needed to, to create my own speed dating. So here's my thing. <laughs> a big, you, as you guys know, I have like this – TV show addicts thing,
0: right?
2: Uh-huh. Okay. Um, I have this TV show addicts thing, and I'm a big TV guy. So a lot of my dates I scheduled around my TV shows at night. So <laughs> In I, my head. I mean, now you guys are really bringing back some some memories to me. In my head, I would think to myself, hmm, I have this date on Tuesday. I'm out to, on this date on Tuesday night with Jennifer. I'm supposed to go out with Mary Beth on Wednesday nights. Jennifer's not that great. If I could cram Wednesday's night, night's date into Tuesday night's date, that frees up my Wednesday to catch Watch up on all my throws. stuff. Uh, yeah. Exactly. So, yeah, this happened all the time. Wow. So so as each one was bad, if I had a date on Thursday night, so there would be times literally and my friend, you know, one of my friends, my really close single friend would get the biggest kick out of this. There were some nights where if I had a date Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and if each one was not that, if I could get Tuesday night's date was over. And if I could bring Wednesday night's date into Tuesday night, and that was still bad, I could bring Thursday night's date into Tuesday oh, night. Shit. <laughs> that was great. So I could have five dates in one night and my whole rest of the week was was you know was clear
0: for more <laughs> dating or TV show, right? Wow. So I mean, how effective was this? Was this at actually creating relationships?
2: Um, not so good. Well, <laughs> the, 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 like real long standing relationships. Is sure. That the question,
0: yeah. No. Or like where where would this usually head? Where would these dates go towards?
2: Um, either a quick sexual. Um, interaction, yeah, in, or a one or just done.
0: Gotcha. And were uh, you, you looking for something at a particular time? Were you looking for longer relationships? Or...
2: I was, I'm always open to, to the idea of it. I think I have a very strong opinion to this, and about if you are have a large pool of women, or you're a woman and you have a large pool of men, it's very hard, even. You know, a lot of people will say, I want to find the right person. Now, it's really hard to find the right person because here's my take on it. So let's say I go out with Karen on a Tuesday night and I have all these other dates set up down the road. Karen, and I have a great time. There's a good vibe. You get home, right? Karen gets home. I get home. The first thing that most online daters do, in my opinion, because there is a bit of an addiction, your phone's blowing up. And we live in a very sh- egotistical world these days where it's just like it's hard to a phone addiction. You're, you know, you, your phone looks and you look at your phone, and you're like, whoa, you know, look at this girl. She just said hi, you're cute, you know. Let's let's talk. So just and once I start engaging in that, right? I'm engaging in my phone, I'm looking at this girl, I'm checking out her pictures, I'm swipe you know, I'm looking. That great date that I just had with Karen, that might have had some potential. Oh, it's, it, who's Karen?
0: Right,
1: right. So, so you know, it's interesting. You, got, you yeah, you've got a show about TV addicts. So you, 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 have an addiction to TV. You said you had in your past you had addictions to other substances. Is this possibly an addiction to this addiction to serial, you know, blind oh, yeah. dates?
2: I would definitely, absolutely. It, it, it's a you know, I, why do you think these match.coms of the world, you know, are making tons and tons of money? It, it hits that addictive personality. Sure. It, it, more than that. Absolutely. Yeah,
1: I don't. So it's be- actually hurting your potential for finding your relationship. You said, I want to find the right one. But if you're you're saying that that's actually is that hurting your ability?
2: Karen, it, find- hurts, it hurts the majority of people. Do you think match.com wants me and you to go out on a date and have success?
1: Even mm-hmm. though they say that they've they they've had so many success well, marriages and everything.
2: Goodness. But do you really believe that from a business standpoint?
1: Yeah, yeah, if you think about it, that doesn't make sense because then they lose a customer.
2: They want their they want their fifteen dollars a month. They they want me to get home. They want you to go home and have your emails and you know, messages still going off. That's... They want you to be distracted.
0: That is a very Any... interesting theory. Yeah.
1: Well, especially if you have if you're if you have an addiction addictive personality, a compulsive personality.
2: I, th- I know plenty of girls. I ha- you know, I, I have tons of girlfriends, friends, girls that we, you know, that I've never dated before. And I, you know, I love hanging out with my girlfriends and they like, most of them like hanging out with me, where we would share deep stories, like, you know, like real feelings and talks. And they would tell me the same, you know, these girls didn't have any pro- you know, any issues with, um, alcohol or substances, or don't have addictive personalities. But I'll tell you what, um, they they sure as hell had the same situation.
1: Sure. Yeah, it's, I'll- it's like the be- It's like looking for the best offer. Yes. Like you, you go buy a car, and then you get immediately you get buyers remorse, and you're like, oh, I should have bought another car. You know, I, I didn't really look at all the other options as thoroughly as I could have. Yes, I, I didn't. Really-
2: well,
0: go ahead, Cameron. So I start like a few months ago, I got started getting back into the online dating game. I kind of was over it for a while because of this exact reason, uh, because I felt like I was just flipping through women, never really giving anyone a real chance. And my right. friend said, if you're going to get back into it, I recommend – because he is now dating a girl that he met on Bumble. He said, right. if if you're doing never. it, just match with five people a day max – Next. Try to get a conversation going with them, and then if, if you're enjoying the conversation, don't keep swiping because if you keep swiping, yeah. you're never going to actually f- go on a date and you're never going to get a relationship.
1: This is an really interesting concept because the idea is you're looking to find the right one, but how can you do that if you're constantly looking at new options? Exactly.
2: Right. It's, it's like, you know, um, right, absolutely. How do you make a decision when you're, con- you know, it, it's easy to make a decision if you're just looking at, here, you're, let's say you're redoing your kitchen, right? And you put down three different types of backsplash tile, right? So if you looked at the t- three different tiles, okay, it might be easier to make a decision, say this is the one. Now put a hundred different tiles down, mm-hmm. Your your head's going to spin.
0: Yeah. Truly, Aziz Ansari talks about this a lot, talking about his, like, now he goes to the supermarket, he sees all these different fucking types of dark chocolate, he can't make one decision of what he can eat, because they're all, he doesn't enjoy any of them, because he's like, (laughs) well, that one could be so much better.
2: Yeah. This is exactly it, it's the paradox of choice. Well, you guys have both been to Cheesecake Factory, right?
1: Uh, Another example, exactly. I I never get any, because there's too many to choose from.
2: There you go. <laughs> so
1: so especially so I don't even have
0: an addictive personality that much. I'm I'm pretty rigid. And, I'm like pretty tense yeah. and rigid. Uh sure. and and as a result, I but I I still feel like that rush and and like keep swiping like a motherfucker. How do right. you who's so, you know, you tend to, you you're prone to addiction? How do you deal with uh-huh. online dating now
2: knowing this? With online dating now? I haven't done online dating in Geez, two years now. So, and whenever I ah. think about, it, yeah, for a long time, um, I've just been focusing on the on the TV show addicts. Um, <laughs> what
0: what led you to? What was the point when you said you know that's enough in the online dating?
2: Um. Well, you know, it, what led me to that's enough. It was just you know forty years old. I think is a big number in someone's head, and I have more f- stories about dating, then I could count. You know, I, I'd like to say, uh, you know, I, I've lived a very f- sexual, fulfilling life, and I've had a very pre- up-and-down, traumatic, you know, um, relationship life in terms of long-term relationships, but, you know, so it just got to the point where it's like, okay, I want to... I just wanted to focus on me. And if I'm dating, I can't just focus on me. Yeah.
0: So there wasn't I like, wanna... a. was there any moments where you're like, okay, that's fucking enough. Well, you could have been turning 40.
2: Yeah, that could have been enough. You know, I, 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 uh,
1: like what was your last date? I mean, what what was the straw that broke the camel's back?
2: Yeah. Um, <laughs> um,
1: <laughs> it's going to be a doozy.
2: <laughs> yeah, but I don't think I'm going to get go there. Um, I think my parents would kill me if, um, your parents, they
1: wait, your parents are not going to be listening to this podcast. Go ahead. Let's hear it.
2: Oh, okay. Let's, I guess you're right. Um, no, I was, I was in at 37 years old. I, my company was sold and had a decent amount of money. And I went down to Miami I was and I was looking for an excuse to get out of Chicago. So I went down to Miami for two years And bought myself a two, basically, I tried to start my company down there, and that was unsuccessful. Um, So, basically, I was just, it was all going out, all going out. So, I bought myself, like, a a two-and-a-half-year vacation in in South Beach. And that was pretty wild, and it just turned into one crazy thing after another, Um, where I I was taking homeless people off the street. I was trying, trying to find all different ways to entertain myself, you know, when you don't work. You don't work and yeah, next thing i know i have street girls who are you know kind of getting into this i'm getting into that whole world it was it was very interesting whoa interesting. So
1: right. wait you were like trying to um were you helping prostitutes yeah oh, i was
2: okay. yeah i was helping, I was helping prostitutes and, and i was helping you know homeless men Wait, what do you well. mean it was helping hiring trying, trying, hiring yeah um well, I saw what they were. First off, let's just focus on the guys. I made a relationship with a gentleman by the name of Frank, who lived behind the dump, who lived in on the property of a ga, of a gas station, of a BP gas station, and Frank's actual home. Literally, this this guy cleared out a dumpster in the back, and that he had like a little portable TV in there. And I'm oh telling God. you. you, you Miami begging is a lot different than Chicago begging. Like they have no, no tact whatsoever. They'll just, they, they won't leave you alone in Miami. Um, whereas Chicago, it's like, they just have old hold a hat. Can you help me out, man? And you just kind of ignore them. and they, You just keep walking. In Miami, they'll just follow you and walk with you. And what can I do? Can I make you a feathered hat? Can I do this? Frank wasn't like that. Frank was just like, he would fill up my gas. He would do all these things. I go to the same gas station every day. So I developed a relationship with him. I wanted to hear his story. And, you know, I was, I'm a curious guy. I like to hear different people's stories that aren't the norm from the North Shore or whatever. So anyway, so I developed a relationship with this guy. And he, you know, during the gas station was right across from the American Airlines Arena where the Miami Heat played. And that was when the Heat were winning all their championships. So he was parking cars and bringing cars back there. And I just liked him. I, 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 I could see inside his soul, not from his outside, but his inside, he was a good person. So, like, I, you know, I felt comfortable enough with him where I said, Hey, Frank, you know, you, you like, if it, during a rainstorm, you know, think about this when you have one of those South, you know, South Miami rainstorms.
1: And he's in a dumpster.
2: What's that? And he lives in a dumpster. He's, yeah. All it's getting wet. And I see him, he would get sick and stuff. So, uh-huh. I offered to bring him over to my condo. I actually didn't live in South Beach. I lived in Brickle, where I would bring him over there, let him shower, you know, let him s- sleep on my couch mm-hmm. for a night and just get a nice, you know, order a large pizza for the two of us. And actually that's when I would, the coolest thing was I actually had him um, watch walking dead. Um, oh, you, you know, got him he was,
1: addicted to TV, TV then. Yeah.
2: yeah. He, and he didn't want to leave my place. It was an interesting thing. Um, but, you know, when you're a homeless guy, you know, they interact with a lot of the street walking girls. They have these interesting, intricate relationships. And it was almost like a social experiment for me. Here's this, you know, guy. Wow. Yeah, it was interesting. It
0: was, so then, how did how did you get involved with the women?
2: You, you you've been talking about women. Where how does the women get involved? No, yeah, no, no, like, no.
1: The street on. women. So, okay, so, street women.
2: Okay, so you know, a lot of these girls wanted to. You know, if they saw a homeless guy that they knew, right? One of their friends coming out of my, I had a Mercedes at the time coming out of my Mercedes, they're looking at me like they want to part. You know, uh-huh. like how do they? a piece of this guy because they see a dollar sign on me
0: uh-huh.
2: and the whole street game. And I know the whole lingo. And, and I'm just like, I'm interested. So I start talking with a couple of these girls and I'm like, how much money are you making? You know, like they're literally walking up and down the block. You know, they're not, you know, they don't have a home uh-huh. They're So I got, I'm learning from them. I'm listening to their stories and how much it was money
1: just, were they making just out of curiosity?
2: Well, the truth is they all had drug problems. And, like, they work to support their drug, their drug habit. Mm -hmm. And, you know, they would literally, because they, it was an area called, um, the area is called Overtown. And Overtown is the worst area in Miami. Like, it's just known to be, like, an eight-block-by-eight-block area of prostitution, drug dealing. And then you have some families that are trying to keep away from all that in this little block. And if you walk into Overtown, you're, you know, you're... You can't walk in and out, especially if you're white, because the cops just have this whole area like blocked in. Anyway, so I'm talking to these girls; they're telling me their story, and they're stay within Overtown. So all their clientele uh, is guys that are getting wil- welfare checks once a week that would spend their money with them. Oh, really? Or get as with you know social security checks. Um, you're you know some of them would have city jobs, you know construction.
1: Wait, so they uh, live in Overt- Overtown, the women or the, the guys, or both?
2: All of them. They, they, their clientele were the guys in Overtown. Now, they they really didn't go outside too much of Overtown because that's when they would get arrested by the cops. If they were walking outside Overtown, the cops let them do their thing in Overtown. Wow. They start, Anything go, outside
1: go, Overtown, is, they're going to get arrested for prostitution.
2: Right. You don't You so know. So, how you, did
1: you come into this then? What did you do with these girls?
2: I would listen to their story and then. I would you know, they I was I think gullible at first where I think this the first girl I met was telling me some sob story where she didn't you know, her her man or whatever it was, you know, wouldn't let her crash at her place anymore at his place anymore. And she's got a daughter, she's got a feed and blah blah blah, and she hasn't slept in days. So my God, like, ah, come with me. So she she came over and I'm just you know and same type of thing with Frank like I let her take a you know she hasn't taken a shower in days yeah oh. so you're right it's just gross like literally like taking ah. me that kind of thing, I would like put a, like a like literally put like a big hoodie over them in 95 degree Miami heat just because I would, ah. did not my you know I know my doorman know me you know I have a right you know a, a reputation I don't want them to be looking at me and by the down further down the road they would look at me like. Oh, Jesus! Well, Doing? With they the think you're a
1: pimp or something?
2: Well, basically, yeah. Because what I ended up learning was these girls were making ten dollars, fifteen dollars to give a guy a blowjob, to fuck a guy in the back of a car, and that was how they—that's what they did. And when they that ten, fifteen dollars would get them a couple bags of heroin, and they would oh, shoot geez. that up, and they'd go right back on the street. Oh it was my god! It terrible. was, you know, terrible. So I'm thinking to myself, how do I like? A lot of these, I would hear stories about these girls jumping in a van and never coming back again. So I'm like thinking to myself, how can I help these girls out, right? I'm bored to death. I'm not making any money. I have nothing to do all day long other than play golf. And I'm thinking to myself, how can I help these girls out? So I would clean them up and I'd say, listen, you're making $10. I could put you on Backpage. And you could get, instead of going with, you know, Leroy Brown, Who's you know collecting food stamps and you're exchanging that for ten bucks or whatever, you know I could put you on Backpage, and you could go stay in my little neighborhood of you know success you know where the money's at, and you could go to Jewish Herb you know Greenberg, you know you could go upstairs and, and get yourself two hundred bucks for a half hour.
1: Okay, so Backpage is like some sort of uh, online uh, prostitution
2: site. Backpage is just like Craigslist. The only difference oh, okay. is Craigslist okay. used to have a section where it said escorts, yeah, and that got and Craigslist just didn't want their reputation, yeah,
1: yeah.
2: But Backpage still has.
1: That. Okay. Murder. Did you take a cut?
2: Did I take a cut? No, I just paid for. I just let them, um, one okay. my expenses back for cleaning them up.
1: Oh, what I was going to say. Did you have sex with them?
2: No.
0: Wait. What do you mean the, the expenses for cleaning them up? What are those?
2: I would take them to Old Navy and get them a dress. They couldn't go into these buildings. Wow, looking.
0: you're telling me this really that you this was just your way of helping them.
2: Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, absolutely. It, because I tell you,
1: so, sweetheart,
2: I never. Thank you, Karen. I've never done heroin in my life. Like that's just needles and stuff like that. And I would see their arms and their faces. You ever seen a girl with it with a real heroin problem? Oh, yeah. yeah. it, it's just gross.
1: They
2: pick their face. It's called picky face. Oh. like, yeah, it's all over their face. It's the most horrific thing in the world. It's it, it just it, it's for someone like myself. It's hard to just to walk by and not want to help. Where most people would just walk by and be like,
0: "Yeah, well, it's interesting that you." I mean, some people would say you're condoning and promoting sex work by helping them do this.
1: Why yeah. not? If they're gonna do it anyway. And that's
0: but the anyway. argument, right? It's the anyway. counter
2: argument. Well, you're right. In my head, you know, I'm not saying I'm right, but in my head, my thinking was I will. I had a rule. No heroin in my apartment. No chance. No way. If I see it, you're gone. Like, you know, well, how,
1: it, didn't they have well, to go through detox and all that to stop.
2: Oh, yeah. They, that's why. I first got, when I said I wanted to recoup my expenses, um, that first two days, I was all out of pocket between the food, you know, the the Tylenol, you know, they're getting them cleaned up. I would have to buy them makeup to get cleaned up again. There was a whole, you know, there was a whole bunch of things that I was spending money on for those two days. Was so it,
1: how long? How long did you do these things?
2: I did it for like a month and a half.
0: Were there any negative consequences to helping these women or the homeless guy?
2: Um, yeah, there were. I probably almost got killed about a dozen or so times.
1: Wow. <laughs> how? Just. <laughs> I guess that was a negative consequence.
2: These girls lived in Overtown. They, they, they lived in, in a garage. If you saw where these girls also lived, they lived in, in a lower floor gutted out garage with about anywhere ranging from there's like about 12 mattresses. And those 12, 12 mattresses were literally either, you know, either filled where they had 12 different girls sleeping down there. To five, you know, no less than five at a time, and upstairs was the drug dealer's house. Their pimp, his name was Cousin. He was a six-year-old.
1: Oh, there was a, there was a pimp. So, right. what, what were the demographics of the of the girls? Were they young girls? With they, they,
2: they were they. Reigned, one girl at, actually was a huge porn star in the in the. That's what uh, I was going
1: to ask you. Well, were they porn stars that didn't you know ended up uh, after a few years?
2: They, one was like a Jenna Jameson type before Jenna Jameson. So and if you saw. So, yeah.
0: How, how old? How Most old?
2: of the girls between 21 and 30. And then, you know, then they had like kind of like a mama figure. Like There's a couple of girls that were in their, you know, late 30s, 40s. So
0: their their pimp would Most be the ones. The girl... Sorry, what's that? Uh, their pimp would be the one that usually would come after you.
2: Um, At the first, he w- he was a little bit sh- shady after me. But what he realized I was doing, because they all came back to him for the drugs, Um, they he had, we actually formed a relationship, like a good kind of. There's a good synergy. He actually, because really liked me because I was making these girls more money than they've ever seen before by putting them on backpage, and they all came back to him. So they were spending more money with him. It so was oh. a drug deal. Oh, well, right.
1: it was a symbiotic relationship. So right. wait a it second. Was, so so what, yeah, how did you just, almost get killed so, then?
2: I, our relationship got, became so close. I'll tell you one horror story was I remember one time going upstairs to cuz's you know, there was three bedrooms upstairs. That's where cuz and his two guys, like they were like bodyguard type guys um, who watched over the girls and made sure no one stole his drugs, his money, whatever it was. And that's where the girls would bring their dates upstairs to this one of the bedrooms. Um, where one time I'm upstairs with cuz and we're shooting this shit. We're talking. And one of the girls comes upstairs and they're like Tyler, Cause the the new girl downstairs she's not waking up.
1: Oh
2: jeez. you know you're in deep when a six year old pimp who has lived in this area says, Tyler, help. We, I how do I, I need to get this dead body out of here?
1: Oh my, oh my god. god.
2: Did you yeah pretty well.
0: did you help get the dead body out?
2: I said this is what you do. That's somebody's daughter. You don't get you know, that's somebody's kid. You yeah. call nine you to go first off, get all the drugs, get all the girls out of here, yeah, clean this up. Call nine one one. I'm out of here. I can't be around this this stuff. Holy shit! But, you know, how did I almost die every single time I walked in and out of this area? You know, the, I, I was I was a moving target. So, so what happened? I I built so much clout in this area where people knew who I was. You know, at first I was a mark, and then it got to the point where like, you know, someone did. Mark. When well,
1: you say you're I, a mark, like did someone come up to you with a gun?
2: Oh yeah. I have Yeah, but someone, but someone with more clout would be like, put that. You know, like would literally say to them, that you know, you don't mess with that guy. Wow. So that was pretty wild.
0: This is, uh, this is uh, uh, th- th- okay. For another question, did, uh, the, did the women ever steal from you if they were staying that, at your place? Sorry, what's that? Did the women ever steal from you if you were staying?
2: I had my car stolen twice.
0: You had your car stolen twice.
2: I woke up. Now I, I
1: remember you telling me the story.
2: Did I tell you this? Yeah. Yeah, that was just wild. I woke up with one of the first or second girls that I met, who I didn't know was a street girl. She looked like a, you know, in Miami, it's really hard if they don't have the picky face that I was describing before. This girl, Kay, this girl Kaylee, she was outside of Overtown. and you know, there's like Space. Um, space was the big was the big club. But she was right by space, and I was driving home, and I saw this really attractive girl, and she was standing on the corner by herself. It, for some reason, it didn't click to myself because there's a very thin line of what a street girl looks like versus a clubbing girl looks like in Miami. You follow? Follow. Mm-hmm. Okay. So anyway, so this girl got in my got in my car. I, we're talking, and I'm like, do you want to go get a drink? And she's like, let's just go back to your place. I'm like, sure, why not? I, the next thing I know, I wake up the next morning. I look at the clock; it's about two o'clock in the afternoon, um, and I'm just—I know I, you know, I've done my fair share of of drugs where I knew I was drugged. Oh. I looked for my kids yeah. and all that, and keys are gone, and it just turned into wildness. Yeah,
1: wildness. Like, yeah. did it happen twice. I, wait. So, so yeah. wait. So how did you get your car back?
2: Right. That's the question. That's that's the that's the money question, Karen. Um, so I went back into that area. I, I, I so some things started coming back to me where I, I realized that that girl was not just a club girl; she was a she was a street girl. So I went back because I, you know, she didn't know that I had this pull and this clout in this area. So I went back into that area. I took rode my bike in that area and I started asking everyone in the neighborhood, "Does anyone know this girl, Kaylee?" And people and everyone and I, and I said, if you could point, she stole my, she stole my my car. And if anyone could, you know, lead me back to my car, I'll give you fifty bucks. Now, fifty bucks to these people are, is a lot of money. Yeah. Of course, everyone in this area is like, I know her. I know her. I'm like, okay, what we'll color hair? Oh, she, you know, she's got that brown hair, right? Eh, no, wrong. <laughs> oh, I know. She's about that tall? Eh, no, you're out. You're gone. Finally, this one guy was like. I know your girl. She's real short, blonde hair, big breasts. I'm like, okay, I'm listening to this guy. He's like, come on with me. He takes me back to this whole, this, one of those nasty motels. It's called hotel motel Willard. And this is a place where it was more like a pay by the week type of thing. Oh. It's gated, like a gated,
1: uh, door. Yeah. It
2: buzzed in like, what's something you see in the movies? Yeah. So here I am on my bike and I'm with this guy and he's helping me out because he knows it. I can tell by his confidence that he's he's getting my 50 bucks. He's leading me to this girl. So he's telling me he stays with that she stays with this guy named B. Um, so I the guy, the manager, this white guy is the manager of, of this thing and he's like only people that rent here can be admitted here. I'm like, listen, That's great. And we could go that route and I could call the police and I could tell them about, you know, and I can bring the police here and I can guarantee you that your residents are prostitutes, drug dealers and all this stuff. And You're going to have holy freaking hell going on in here. Or you could let me in and let me take care of my situation. Let's me in. (laughs) So I go in there and this guy tells me where the door is. It tells me where B, B's like five foot by four foot room is. And I'm banging on the door. No one's answering. I'm banging. You know, let me in. You know, if you're in there, you better let me in. I'm going to call the police. I'm like, if anyone's in there, I'm calling the police. And I guarantee, you know, you got. I know you got a, a prostitute in there who stole my Mercedes. You're going to go, you know, you're going to have a big ass problem here. So the superintendent of this little courtyard, imagine, imagine uh, you ever see, uh, not Beverly Hills 90210, what was the spinoff of it? With Melrose Place, it yeah. was Mike Mel play, It was Melrose Place, stripped down, cracked out. Okay. So, okay. So to get the visual, <laughs> so um, the superintendent goes, "Dude, what's your problem?" I'm like, "I don't have a problem. I want my goddamn Mercedes back." Um. So next thing he knows, he goes, "He's not home. He's in the hospital." So B, the guy that rents this little room, the pimp, Kaylee's guy, um, is in the hospital. And he, this superintendent goes, hold on a second. I got B on the phone. I got the guy on the phone for you. So I take his phone. I'm listening. To, he goes here. He wants to talk to you. I hear this guy. like, dude, what are you doing at my door? I'm in the hospital. Well, what the fuck? What, the, you know, this guy's all, he's freaking out. And I'm like, dude, I don't have a problem with you, but we have a common denominator. And it's your girl who stays with you from what I understand. And she took my car. And he's like, and he's like, you know, he's scared to death because he's for sure has legal activity, probably stuff in his room. He doesn't want no, you know, none of these guys want heat. So he's like, dude, just chill out. I don't, you know, relax. And I'm, cause I'm my rate. I'm just, all I'm doing is trying to scare the piss out of him where he's, you know, where he's thinking he's fucking, his girl's fucking, fucking with the wrong guy. So how does B respond? Oh, B said, just chill out, relax. I'll let me work on it. I'll get you your car back. Just relax. I'm like, that's fine. I'll give you 15 minutes. If if my car's not back in 15 minutes, I'm kicking my foot through this door. And (laughs) uh, you know, and we'll just see where it goes. He's like, dude, chill out, man. Chill out. I got you. I got you. I got you.
0: (laughs) And did you get it? How did you get it back? Who who drove it back?
2: Um, so 15 minutes passes, right? And get and guess who's foot went through the door?
1: Oh god. You threw, you kicked your foot that's, through the
2: door? This is what was sitting in B's room. My golf clubs. <laughs> okay. They were in the trunk of my car. Okay, <laughs> okay, bingo. So then what? So then what so then this guy knew uh, next thing he knows, he calls up the superintendent again, gives me the phone, he goes, Your car's outside. My car was outside.
0: So you took the car and
2: the clubs and left? Yeah. <laughs> it was like maple syrup McDonald's breakfast oh. all through my car. This girl must have been like a drug trafficker because literally my whole trunk of my car. Like when I took like all the glove compartments, everything was just destroyed. Jesus. destroyed. Jesus. So
1: you had to have the car detailed after that
2: one. Oh, you think it was just oh, my God.
1: So the moral of the story is you got you're getting away from all of this
2: and you're cutting out all, all of this. The moral of the story is do not do social experiments to entertain yourself. It does not. End- <laughs> it, exactly. and,
0: and now you're not even dating. You, are you, you said you're not dating at all. No. For this reason to detox,
2: detox, detox well, no, from exactly.
0: detox from all of this stuff. All
1: this, this excitement.
2: Is, well, right now. I honestly, I like, you know, I developed a Facebook group called TV show addicts on Facebook. It's a TV show. Addicts is an interactive forum where I started it because I needed a healthy distraction and TV has always been an escape for me. Right. Um, it, it's, so it's never gotten me into trouble. Gotcha. It's keeping me away from trouble, whether it's watching the walking dead, the wire, uh, the leftovers, the affair, one binge after another binge. And I started inviting some friends where I had, you know, 20 people in this group and TV show addicts. And next thing I know, um, fast forward six or seven months uh, you know, the, we we got a you Mark know we group. got a big group there, a large, close to ten thousand people in that group. Yeah,
1: I'm a member. I so think. who
2: should who should join? Who should, anyone anyone that watches TV um, should join. Anyone that you know, we have so many. You have ten thousand people. There's a lot of people. You know, there's a whole list of range of shows. What's
1: what's, know, what's everybody's favorite show?
2: It, you know what we do things like that. The most common favorite shows are Game of Thrones for sure.
1: Mm-hmm. The Walks
2: Dead. Um, The Wire.
1: Can I ask you about Sons of Anarchy? Because I'm obsessed with it. Is that in
2: Sons the list? So A Sons of Anarchy, absolutely. You know, one of the things that I offer in this group is um show recommendations. And I'm really good. I'm actually really, really good. This is like a passion for me. So that's why it's having so much success because you, you really hear enjoy my Enjoy it so much. I get really amped up about it because I love it. Yeah. It makes awesome. me feel good. Oh, I'd much rather be helping you two who say, what show should I watch? And I'll say, you, before I recommend a show that I like, why don't you tell me shows that you've liked in the past?
0: Good.
2: And I have such a huge database of knowledge of watching so many shows to stay away from trouble, from helping all the wrong people, where you could say, you give me a list of shows. I'm like, perfect. Go go watch Daredevil or go yes. watch The Leftovers. I, so I you- think
1: that's awesome concept. Love it.
2: Thank you. Yeah, Thank you. So, very so, cool.
1: So, I guess if you are looking for the right one, she's going to have to like TV.
2: Oh, that's a for lot. Sure.
0: Yeah, <laughs> a, a lot, lot of TV. What do you think well, it is? We got to wrap this up very, very soon. But what do you think it is about TV that you like so much?
2: Um, it's 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 an escape. And honestly, it doesn't matter what's going on in my life. Um, a breakup, stress with work. If I there's so much good TV out there now, I agree, like tastic TV that will just take will numb it all. It will take me so far away from my day to day stresses. And the, the crazy thing about this group is my TV, because I'm monitoring this group and I'm doing so much. I do games. We do contests. We do a lot of really cool stuff. I get I have a TV twister where I do a bunch of puzzles and people have to guess what show it is. Cute. But because I'm, it's such an interactive forum, it's basically think. Okay, I kind of think I'm like Sam Malone. It's like Cheers because it's a really family atmosphere meets an interactive Facebook group forum. Yeah, so wow. I'm not,
1: awesome idea. You're it fostering is.
2: community around what you love. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. The cool thing is, is I don't watch TV shows anymore. I don't get the time. Oh, oh my, my gosh.
1: So you got to
0: get caught up. Yeah. We. This has been absolutely phenomenal. How do people find that Facebook group?
2: Thank you very much. I, thanks for asking. Um, if you just went into onto Facebook and just typed in um, "TV show addicts," it will come up. And anyone can looks, join. Anyone can any, join. Anyone can join. It's a closed group. I approve. You know, it, it, as long as the name isn't, you know, it doesn't have some ISIS affiliation or anything <laughs> like that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, and we always and I say the more the merrier. It's awesome. Cool. Yeah. Thank the you very, very much.
0: Yeah, we always end with the same question. Have you ever walked in on your parents, or has a parent walked in on you?
2: Um, sex? I have never walked in on my parents ever. I would be willing to. Oh, my dad. Yeah, I you know I dated a I was having a, an affair with a woman for on and off for four or five years, and we and at the time I was actually living with my parents, and my dad would walk would walk in all the time. <laughs> all the time.
1: Why did I not? Why was
2: I 100 sure he was going to say that? He was like, God, he's like, Jesus Christ, it stinks like sex up here.
0: <laughs> Tyler, your life is
2: outrageous. So, but it, but but yet I'm a. I, it's boring as hell because all I do is is work and I sit on Facebook and watch TV. So it's it, there's a lot of outrageous stories in the past, but it's it's not that it, it's not what it was.
0: Well, thank you. Is, Thank, you, Thank very you very much very for coming much. on the show and sharing. It was really, really remarkable.
2: thing for your mom and you, camera. You're a great guy. That's really cool. That I appreciate fun.
1: it. Thank you, Tyler.
2: Uh, I'll talk to you guys. Have a great weekend.
0: And that was our interview with Tyler. Oh
1: my god! It it was phenomenal, wasn't it?
0: I I was not expect. We you know we had him <laughs> on very last minute. We I was I had never met the guy before. And Apparently, I have. Mother, I have an apology to make. You were insisting that we try to get this guy on the show, and I was skeptical because you just kept calling him a character, but you weren't giving me any real
1: stories or any topics that he could discuss. You know what's weird? I actually forgot about the whole incident with when he became like a, 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 a oh. altrui- an altruistic pimp. Yeah. A pimp that didn't get paid. How did you forget this? I
0: don't know how I possibly... Do you know so many pimps that (laughs) this is just one of the many?
1: I have absolutely no, but you know, my brain is just like, woo, in one ear not the other. I just I forgot about it when he started telling the story. I'm like, wait a second, I do remember him telling me about the whole car stealing incident <laughs> and how he went after and he went after the the pimp that found. Oh, it was a crazy story, wasn't it? Anyway, he, and, and the distance we traveled from the uh-huh. beginning,
0: where I discovered that the the true way that you met him was that he asked you out <laughs> while you were on a date. Yeah, that, that was, was a surprise, mother. <laughs> I, I, I did not realize you had that type of relationship with him prior to this interview.
1: Yeah, yeah, he was one of the. It, it was a very weird date, too, by the way. And then we. It was a, it was a movie date. So you couldn't really talk? That's, no, you know, that, isn't that the stupidest first date ever? You'd go in an afternoon movie. He decided to take me to, and it was a terrible movie, too, if I remember correctly, like a violent movie. And I was like, oh, my God, oh, my God. You know he's
0: addicted to the TV shows and and movies.
1: Yeah, exactly. So it made sense of the TV, a movie date, right? But
0: but he is escaping to this other realm where you're not existing. (laughs) Oh, no, 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 no. (laughs) So that might be a little tip for people taking my mother out on dates.
1: Yeah. Or anyone. No no one's going to take me on a date as of now. I've got enough of a... a a guy with a lot of passions. I don't need any more. (laughs) Uh, I thought that
0: was very interesting about his approach to online dating and how he had to regulate himself eventually.
1: Yeah, and that's what I think our question is is involving. I mean, what do you think? First of all, I'd like to talk a little bit about match.com or any of those dating services because they, they paint this picture of you are know, going to be this you're going to ma- meet your match that's the whole idea and you're going to get married and they put you know success stories on their homepage but the truth of the matter is if you think about it if you do get married you're no longer in need of their services right so you're incent- they're incentivized against
0: helping you really end up with someone however i don't re- to be honest i think that's just a byproduct i, I don't think that there's i don't- I think that's you're a very not- cynical view
1: yeah, that's a conspiracy theory type yes, of thing. Yeah, okay. I don't believe. I think it's
0: a byproduct. I didn't think
1: about it, but it it, it, it does tend. But then again, with the high rate of divorce, they know they're going to get them back in a few years. Yeah, I don't think that's right. <laughs> well, but anyway, it, it's it's something to think about. Is in terms of, it, well, what happens if you have too many options? Do you end up then becoming like an addict to the the whole scene? Because I I have a friend of mine who. It recently started the whole thing. She's getting divorced. And she said the same thing, that it yeah. that really upset her to find out that that's her the guy that she's seeing is still on the dating site and all different dating sites.
0: Our question, our quickie question of the week, which we'd love your thoughts on. Does online dating help or hurt your chances of being in a long-term relationship, a long-term monogamous relationship? We'll, and, why? We'll and why? And why? What do why? you think? Is it, does it help or hinder you? Send us your thoughts at yeah. sextalk.com at podcast at gmail.com and you know what while you're there give us a review no they're not going to review our our email
1: they're not (laughs) going to review our our all right right, so while while you're 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 answering questions if you wouldn't mind sign up for our newsletter mom (laughs) okay never mind I love you all
0: and also go to facebook.com check out tv show addicts okay that is it Thank you guys for listening. Bye.